And hello, this is episode one of the Prove Me Wrong podcast. We're filming on the 22nd, but uh, this will drop the 24th, so the, the Laker game's on right now. They've been down there, which uh, is crazy. Speaking of LA teams losing, the Clippers blew a 3-1 lead. That's actually predictable. The Clippers losing a playoff series before getting to the Western Conference Finals. You're telling me that that's crazy talk? I don't think so. Good and terrible. Everybody last year, LeBron got hurt, wasn't in the playoffs. Kawhi went crazy. So it was Kawhi's crown. And now him in playoff P, where they at? Cabo. Cozumel. Bro. I guess they're seeing Dame in Mexico. Bro. Okay, okay. I do think that the Lakers will win the series, whether it's in four or it's in five. I think they're going to win. The Nuggets will win a cha- uh, championship eventually. That'll definitely happen. I think their young core of Jamal. And Nicola is uh, crazy. Gary Harris, every time I watch him play, he locks up on defense. I don't know much about him, but Gary Harris, is uh, he's a monster on D. Locks up LeBron. I don't know how he does it. I saw him guard him a couple plays. He was doing pretty good. Yes! Locked up playoff P. Playoff P had not good stats. I don't have them written down, but they weren't good. Hit the side of the backboard on a wide open corner three. That's not good at all. Um, Lakers are rolling. They're going to get to the finals. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Heat are 10-2 in the playoffs. The bubble team of the year, no matter what happens in the finals. Uh, my bubble team of the year is going to be the Heat. I think they played crazy. I think they went 8-2 and two in the bubble, in the, in the seeding games. And then now they're 10-2 in the playoffs. Which leads me to the Celtics locker room drama. The Celtics locker room drama. That's crazy. Marcus Smart started yelling at everybody in the locker room, especially what I heard Jalen Brown. And then uh, in game three, everybody rolled. They were rolling. And uh, they came out came out hot. Heat thought they could bring it back, and they couldn't. Celtics won game three. Still taking Heat in five. Uh, I thought it was Heat in four, so the fact that it's Heat in five is kind of, it's annoying me, you know. I didn't want them to do, uh, I wanted them to sweep the Celtics. I'm not a Celtics fan. I like the Pistons, but let's get to the shot. The shot, I'm going to call it the shot. This is the shot of the year. I don't care what it, what's happened. In the playoffs, AD's game two shot is so huge. It pretty much erased Nikola Jokic, the Joker, scoring the final Nuggets 12 points. The final Nuggets 12 points were scored by Nikola Jokic. The Joker himself put the team on his back. I think he led like a 12 to 3, a 12 to 5 run to cap out the end of the game. Was 12 to 2 before AD did his thing. That's how big that shot was, is that that would have been talked with the 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 moments like T-Mac scoring, what was it, thir- 9 and 13 seconds, or Reggie scoring against the Knicks in a couple seconds. That would have been one of those moments. And then AD hits the shot, and that's that's what everybody's going to talk about. Yes! Nobody's going to give Jokic his respect for the rest of the playoffs. And I think that's a – I'll give you your respect, Jokic. I'm going to give it to you because that's – so your team's final twelve in game two, trying to come, trying to make a comeback is crazy. That's that's crazy. Live looking at the Laker game, they're down eight with seven minutes left. Cool. LeBron and AD are cooking in the fourth. That's always good to hear. On to the NFL. Crazy weeks one and two. Um, Cam in New England. Uh, they uh, killed my Dolphin. Dolphin. Kind of, kind of. The score doesn't show it, but uh, I watched the game. 
I wasn't very happy. I thought our team played well in the fourth, thought they could come back. They played hard. But uh, Cam and New England, they're different. New England is different. Uh, nobody's ready for it. I think the league is kind of put on notice. But New England will be in the playoffs this year first. Yes! New England is a playoff team. Uh, might go 10 and 6. Might go 11 and 5. Everybody's going to be crazy. Everybody's going to think I'm crazy for saying this. Cause, uh, with Cam, Cam thought he was, everybody thought Cam was washed. I remember the last year he played before he got hurt, he was he averaged the highest percentage of uncatchable passes in the NFL. So when he was coming back, everybody thought he was washed. Bill Belichick was insane for signing him. They got him for peanuts, and they're going to make the playoffs. Everybody who was, who was with New England out, New England's in. I didn't mean to offend you. The only reason they didn't win that game versus Seattle is because of my MVP candidate, Russell Wilson. Russ is going to Russ. That's my motto for the year. Russ is going to Russ. You cannot stop that, man. He's going to cook you. LeBron with the casual 22-10-9. Middle of the fourth, down eight. That's cool. That's cool. I'm looking. But, uh, yeah, Russ is going to Russ. You're not going to stop that, man. Once he's outside the pocket, he's magic. Once he's inside the pocket, he's magic. I, uh, yeah, right now that's – if if we were to look at the NFL right now as to what it would what it would be compared to, I think Russ is – Russ and Patrick Mahomes are like Magic and Larry. Magic and Larry in the 90s for the NBA. I don't think – I think those are undebatably the top two players in football. Okay, okay. And I know Magic had Kareem and all of that good stuff, but nobody's uh, – it's Magic's team. It was Magic's team. It was Magic's decade. The 80s belonged to Magic and Bird, and I think that Russ and Mahomes are going to be Magic and Bird for the next six to eight years. I think Russ is not slowing down. Russ is only going to get better. But, uh, yeah, Russ for MVP. Russ for MVP. Rodgers is going to Rodgers. You done messed Rogers up, A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron is back. He's back. He was never gone, really. A lot of people hated on him last year. He didn't really drop the number that he was supposed to. But the fact that he went 13-3, and three, they made the playoffs. But um, Rodgers is, Rogers is still the, in, a, in the top five quarterbacks in the league. I think on any given Sunday, he's... Probably the best pure quarterback, pure passer in the league. Holy moly, Lakers down four. Um, that's all I have to say. Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, two of the youngest quarterbacks in the league, are shining. They're shining. They're going to tear it up forever. Um, the Cowboys still suck. I love saying that. The yes! Cowboys still suck. That brings me so much joy and happiness to be able to say that the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, is garbage. They're just trash. I didn't mean to it's, offend it's terrible. you. They shouldn't have beat the Falcons. They shouldn't have beat the Falcons. The only reason they did beat the Falcons is because the Falcons are the Falcons, and you're they're just gonna keep falconing. You can't stop it. They've uh, they're dirty birds. They're always gonna be dirty. That's all I gotta say about the Falcons. But um, yeah, that onside kick rolled for eight yards. It, it, it was rolling for eight yards. Any, any of those five players could have fell on it for eight yards. Eight yards. What's eight times three? 24. That's 24 feet. That's 20. That's bigger than my house. 24 feet. You're telling me a ball rolled that, the size of my house and not one person in a black jersey decided they wanted to pick it up? You want to know why? You want to know why? Because Dan Quinn, the head coach, it starts at the top. Shit trickles down. I'm sorry. Dan Quinn's your head coach. You're not going to win very many football games. Dan Quinn. Can I get a finish him, please? Finish him. Finish him. Dan Quinn is fired at the end of this season. If he makes it to the end of the season, Dan Quinn, you're gone. You're out of Atlanta. Pack your bags. 
uh, text Quavo that you're not going to be at the party. You're going to learn today. You're out of Atlanta. I hope I'm. I hope that something works out for you because you're a good defensive guy, but you're not meant to be a head coach, man. Insubordinate and churlish. That was that's awful. That's awful. In, insubordinate and churlish is correct. <laughs> Dan Quinn is insubordinate and churlish. Uh, another head coach that I think is out is my my Miami Dolphins former head coach Adam Gase is now good and terrible. That's interesting. Adam Gase, the head coach for the Jets, has Le'Veon Bell, their best player, hates him. Jamal Adams, their best player, hated him so bad that he asked for a trade to Seattle. Could you imagine wanting to move from New York to Seattle? Bruh. You're going to go from the Mecca to Seattle? It rains 50% of the time in Seattle. You can't do anything in Seattle. I'd rather be in Seattle if it means playing Russell Wilson and the Seahawks and Pete Carroll. You stupid. Jamal Adams, smart guy. You can vacation anywhere he wants. You only need 17 weeks in Seattle. That's it. He's got another 35 free time. He can spend wherever he wants. And, uh, yeah, that's all because Adam Gase. And I don't think Adam Gase gets through this. I think Dan Quinn gets through the season because Stay woke. the Falcons are a dumpster fire organization. So they're just willing to do whatever they want all the time. They're just going to cut him at the end of the season. But, uh, yeah, Gase is, um, Gase is out. Gase is out. Bruh. Gase is out of New York. I think that um, – I think the New York Jets are not going to win anything substantial for the next 20 to 30 years. I'm calling that now in 2020, in 2050, when I'm 50, and they still have no championships, and their fans are still talking about Broadway Joe. I want to hear nothing, nothing about these New York football Jets. Baker versus Burrow on Thursday Night Football was interesting. Both quarterbacks, number one picks, both playing in Ohio, both were interesting. They both played well. I think Baker needs to clean up his decision-making, and I think Burrow needs to just grow in this league. But other than that, those quarterbacks are going to be studs. I think Baker's, Baker's eventually going to figure it out. Burrow's already a stud. You could give Burrow you could give Burrow Walmart baggers as receivers, and I think that they'll win you five games. Yeah. Bruh. For sure. I think Burrow's that good. He's going to stay. He's already stepped to the league, made a difference in that organization. They are one, too. But um, I think they're going to turn around. I think they're going to turn around sooner rather than later. The Bengals will be a playoff team within two years. Two years. Rams on the comeback come up. The Rams did not make the playoffs last year. Failed to make the playoffs after reaching the Super Bowl two years ago, which was interesting. They had one of the best offenses I've ever seen with um, that Todd Gurley punch with that Jared Goff Sean McVay air game that they got running over there. It was great. It was great. And then they got stomped out by Bill Belichick. And I think that the team's confidence went down. I think injuries got the best of them. I think Sean McVay as a head coach, his confidence went down. Because I thought he I think he thought he was the best. I think in his opinion, he was the best head coach in football. And I think that's how you have to be if you want to be great. You have to definitely think highly of yourself. But you got Bill Belichick, man. You got Bill Belichick hard. He got you in the Super Bowl. And that, and the next the last year, the next year, you weren't good. You were not a good head coach. You didn't know how to utilize your weapons. But this year, it seems like you guys are clicking. And I'm all on board with the Rams and Sean McVay. I think Sean McVay has a bright future as a head coach. The Rams will win a Super Bowl within the next 10. And um, speaking of the New England Patriots, we're going to go on to their former quarterback in Tampa Bay. Tom Brady is playing like trash. Playing like trash. 
I don't know what anybody expected. I don't a forty three year old quarterback who has played in the same system his entire career is now with a new team and is playing awful. Hmm. You do something for twenty one years and then in three months decide to change everything. Oh you can Um Yeah, Tampa Bay Wolf Fold. They're not going to win the Super Bowl this year for everybody who's picking them to win the Super Bowl. They're not gonna do it. So don't do it. Stop doing it. Don't put money on don't put money on Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl. It's not they will make the playoffs. I think they go 10-6, and 11-5, somewhere around there. I don't think they lose very many games, but um, they don't have what it takes to succeed in the playoffs against the NFC. I just don't think they do. I don't think, they're de- I think their defense is kind of a liability, which is crazy because all of their coaches are defense-based. You don't make Tom Brady throw an out route on his opposite side. You don't do that to him. That just uh, His confidence was definitely shaken. But I do think this leads me into my next point, that the Saints will fold in the postseason again. They will fold in the postseason again. The Saints almost fell apart versus Tampa, and Tampa's not good. So when on Monday Night Football, when everybody when they were stepping into Las Vegas, it was the first game in Las Vegas, everybody, everybody expected the Saints to beat Las Vegas handedly. Michael Thomas was sending tweets. This could get ugly fast. It did get ugly fast because the Raiders was on that. I'm not going to cuss. But the Raiders came out and told the Saints that they had something to prove. That the Saints were not just going to be the Saints of old, where all the athleticism on defense in the world can't save you. And all of your weapons outside can't save Drew Brees' lack of velocity on the football for the past five years. Yeah, I said it for the past five That's years. That's according to the Bible. Can't throw the ball like you used to. Period. I think the Saints will get into the postseason. Do not think that they are going to win a postseason game. I think Saints fans will metaphorically go home, because I don't think there will be fans for the playoffs this year. They will metaphorically go home sad, because of course they will win that division, that terrible, terrible division. And they will have a home playoff game, and they will lose that whole playoff game for the second year in a row. It won't be against the Vikings, though, because the Vikings are trash, but I'm not going to talk about the Vikings anymore. Let's get on to the UFC. UFC. Kobe Covington is real. I don't care what anybody says about his personality, about his antics. In and out of the cage. Kobe Covington is real. Man's got hands. Man's got hands. Nothing else to say about that. Man's has hands. Beat former champ Tyron Woodley soundedly. Fifth round TKO. Tyron broke his rib. But I watched the fight. There was a lot of body shots landing. You can say that you broke it wrestling. You can say a whole lot of stuff. But your rib broke in a fight. You tapped out. That is a technical knockout, a technical submission, whatever you want to call it. Win for Kobe Covington, who dominated 23 minutes. You're going to learn today. You dominated 23 minutes, you broke your rib, and then you're crying. No, it wasn't fair. No. He broke it. I'm willing to bet he broke his rib. Because Kobe Kobe was putting it on him. Mixing in takedowns, combinations. That's all I got to say about that, because I hate that guy. Santos has COVID. Tiago Santos was supposed to fight, I think, Glover Teixeira. Scheduled for the third time, and he has COVID. So that fight is canceled. I think he's asymptomatic, so that is good. I want him to do well in health. He's a great... Fighter, his last fight, he actually blew out both knees and took a round from John Jones. The only man ever to take John Jones to a split decision, I think. Or was that Alexander fight a split? I think that Alexander fight was a split. But what Tiago did was crazy. It was his last fight almost, I want to say a year and a half. I think so if y'all want to get crazy, George we can get crazy. Me against Askren. So that was July of 19. So we're looking at almost a year and a half. Cool. Take and bite, Rick and Bobby. 
Willie Mack. Woodley's done. Woodley, former champ, had a great one of the greatest welterweights of all time. Undisputedly, can't can't can't. The only person that can beat the resume is George St. Pierre. The only person that can beat the resume of George St. Pierre. You look at the people that Tyron Woodley's beaten in his in his UFC career. The only person that can beat the resume is George. But he's done. Okay, Woodley's okay. Done. His past three fights, he's been dominated for 15 rounds. Got stopped in the fifth round of his last fight. Um, I don't think he's there. I don't, I don't think he's there anymore mentally. I think he's got his hand in the cookie jar in too many places. And I think that uh, fighting is an afterthought. I think he needs to retire because I don't want to see what happened to Chuck happen to Tyron. Tyron is, uh, Tyron is a good guy. He's, good, he's got a good heart. And I want him to retire happy and healthy. And I think he's done. Him downstairs. Uh, Johnny Walker's win was a fluke. Johnny Walker, huge prospect, came into the UFC three straight KOs, was doing great. Got knocked out by Corey Anderson. That's not great. Then he gets dominated. I'm not sure by who, but he gets dominated. I remember watching the fight. And then he comes in versus, I think, Ryan Spann. And Ryan Spann was beating was beating him up for a good 90 seconds before Johnny Walker did anything substantial. Um, Ryan got clipped, went for a shoot, didn't get it. Got elbowed into pulmation, if that's a word. I'm going to make it a word, pulmation. And then, uh, yeah, I guess. But uh, I'm not on Johnny Walker's hype train anymore. I was when he was on that 3KO win streak. But uh, I don't think he has the gas tank to do anything. I don't think he has the chin to do anything. I don't really think his fighting style works for 205 pounds. I think those guys hit way too hard for somebody who's going to be wild with his chin out. So, yeah. I'm taking his win as a fluke. I don't think it's plausible to say that he's back. I think he needs to fight at least two more times before the end of the year for me to consider him legit again. Jessica Rose Clark, absolutely dominant in her bantamweight debuts, going up from 125 to 135, fought an absolute nobody, um, was on Dana White's Contender Series, the, the girl she fought, don't even remember her name. She a shepherd for the devil, she worked for the devil. And... Uh, she absolutely got dominated. It was her first fight in UFC versus Jessica Rose. They, they fed her to the Lions. Jessica Rose Clark is nasty. And they did nothing for that little girl's career. Nothing. She's getting married in three weeks. And you fed her to a seasoned vet who's got power. Who's jumping up a weight class. Uh, hi, hi. She did not care about that little girl's wedding. She's going to go home and cry. Because she's not going to look pretty. Because she got absolutely dominated. Her nose is broken. She got hit with a knee. Completely legal knee. He almost stopped the fight. Ref did stop the fight, then restarted the fight, which was a whole controversy in its own. But Jessica Rose Clark absolutely dominated. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing about nobody. And it's a nine-point game with a minute left. I think the Nuggets are going to seal this one out. Chimaev is real. If you don't know who that is, Google him. Google him. I don't know how to say his first name. I'm not even going to try it. But Chimaev, I think it's how you say his last name, and he's real. That middleweight is scary. He can wrestle. He can hit hard. He can do anything that he wants to do to anybody he wants to do it to, and it's absolutely terrifying to watch. So I can only imagine what it's like to be a part of. It's not, uh, it's not fun. It's not fun for them. It's fun for me because I'm a fan, and I like, I like when people get beat up. But uh, oh, you can I get beat up. Nico versus Cowboy absolutely delivers. Those are two of the wildest men in the UFC. They don't, they go absolutely balls to the wall. Every so if y'all want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Injuries. They're just there to have fun and fight, and it absolutely delivered. Went to a majority draw. Um, I'm cool with the decision. 
you know, I didn't want anybody to lose. So if they give it to a draw, whatever the fight, actually. Whatever it should have been, I'm cool with it. Cool with the draw. Dern is improving. Mackenzie Dern came in as a, as a jiu-jitsu stud. I think she lost, like, two fights back-to-back, and I think it kind of it kind of put into perspective what she needed to do. She had a kid, took some time off. I think she hit the gym quite hard because her her physique has, mass, has vastly improved, and her cardio is improving, and I think she's she's just real. Mackenzie Dern is improving. She will. She's doing what she has to do to get better. Um, I think the weight isn't an issue anymore. It used to be an issue. I don't think it's going to be an issue anymore, so I don't think she has anything hindering her career other than her dedication level, and I think that that's through the roof. So she has a bright future in my eyes, and I'm cool with that. All right, time to get to the flavorful five. That's when I give you five semi-hot takes for the week in sports. Yes! So I'm going Reyes over John Blahovich in UFC 253 this weekend. I think Reyes is, Reyes is younger in the sport, so he doesn't have a lot of miles on him. And that's a five-round fight. John has a lot of miles on him. And I just don't think he's... He's got Polish power for sure. you got to be aware of the Polish power. But I don't think he has the athleticism or the power that Reyes has. I'm taking the athlete with power over the guy that stands and can just rely on one shot every day. You're telling me I can get three off before you can get one off? I'm taking the guy who landed three. That's just what I'm... That's. He was hitting John Jones with uppercuts. I've never seen John Jones get hit with an uppercut. Who hit John Jones with an uppercut? Alexander Gustafson? While John Jones was partying? on cocaine for a week straight before that fight. He was getting to hit with uppercuts. Well, he took the Reyes fight very seriously, and Reyes hit him with uppercuts. Reyes hit him with a lot. I think Reyes, Reyes is just too good. Reyes is just too good. I think Reyes walks through him. First round kick. Might be his first round. Second round? No, I'm going first round kick. Stylebender walks through Costa. Stylebender picks and fires. He aims and fires. He said it himself. He does not throw a prey. He aims and fires, and uh, Costa walks forward. And he has a giant head, and he throws a lot of punches, and Stylebender's fast, and he punches real hard. So, um, this is kind of a no, but I don't understand why this is, this is a highly debated topic. Who's, because they're both, they're both undefeated. Adesanya's 19-0, middleweight champ. Costa's 13-0, absolute, absolutely dominant, and I think he's 12 finishes, 11 knockouts, one submission, one decision, which was to Yoel Romero, who is absolutely ridiculously scary to fight. But um, I just don't think he has what it takes. You're going to learn today. Adesanya. I think he's going to walk forward, try to land those big punches early, and Adesanya is going to slip, pop, rock, and that'll be the end of that. I think Adesanya, if it's not three rounds worth of domination before the corner just calls it, it's going to be a knockout within the first 15 minutes. This doesn't last the full five rounds. Costa can't go five rounds. He barely went three rounds versus Romero. Stop and walks through Costa. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Make some lemonade, drink it, orange juice. Kyler Murray has 500 yards and five touchdowns versus the GGD, the Detroit Lions. Sorry. Can't even speak today. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is the real deal. I think the Arizona Cardinals found themselves a stud. I think everybody who was talking before the draft that he wouldn't be anything substantial is ridiculous. Saying that he was too short to play. Saying that his hands were too small to grip a football. Sounds like a bunch of bull. Boy can ball. Boy can ball. Because I spit hot fight. All the praise in the world. I think he absolutely rips this terrible Detroit offense as the Lakers lose to Denver 106-114. Congratulations, Denver fans. 
You got a game on LeBron, still losing in five. Don't celebrate too hard. Anyway, yeah, I think Kyler Murray is the real deal. I think he's absolutely shredding everybody he's playing this year with his legs. He's going to get 520 yards and five, to- five total touchdowns versus Detroit's defense. I think, he- I think he's a stud. I think he's killing it. Burrow outshines when once in his first NFL win. I think Burrow already makes better decisions than Carson Wentz. I don't want to say he's better than Carson Wentz because he's only given me two games. But he's already making better veteran decisions than Carson Wentz. And considering at one time Carson Wentz was an MVP candidate, that's not good. You can't go from all the way up here to all the way down here in a couple seasons. Peyton Manning did that, but he was dying. He was 45. I don't know what he was doing. He was old. Carson Wentz, you're young, you're healthy. You're like 25, 26, one of those. You're on the decline already. I don't understand what's going on with Carson Wentz. I don't think he turns it around versus the Bengals at all. I think Burrow gets his first win. He might throw for four touchdowns because Philly's defense is doing nothing. Nothing to stop them. You get, you're not stopping Joe Mixon. You're not stopping A.J. Green. You gave up a big play slate. I don't know why, but uh, Detroit, dumpster fire of an organization. Kyler Murray's going to go off. Philly, dumpster fire of an organization. Burrow's going to go off. Last, last of the flavorful five, my boy from Miami, part of them goons, Tyler Hero, will be the catalyst versus Boston. He will average 18, 5, and 5. Yeah, I said it. As a rook, doing D-Wade type stuff in the playoffs, averaging 18, 5, and 5. He's going to go off. The Heat are going to roll. Yes. He's going to do what the Heat do. I think they're going to roll all the way up to the finals. I think they, they get Boston in 5. Tyler, Tyler goes off. He's the, he's the missing piece. You're going to learn today. He's the spark. You know how the all-spark and, trans, and transformers, how they, they need the all-spark in order to be successful? This is, this is the all-spark. Tyler Hero is my all-spark. If the Heat wants to get to the finals, Tyler Hero drops 18-5-0-5. Bumblebee is the GOAT transformer. I don't, I don't care what anybody says about it. Upcoming NFL schedule. Let's talk about it. We got a couple interesting games this week. Um, I'm going to start with my Miami Dolphins versus my Jacksonville Jaguars. Lived in Jacksonville for four years as a child. Have great love for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm a Miami fan. Um, I'm taking Jacksonville. I'm not going to trick myself into – thanks, Carlos. I agree. I'm not going to trick myself into thinking that uh, the Dolphins are going to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think they put up – 70 points, somewhere close to there in their first two weeks. Nobody's taken yes. anything like that out of this offense. The defense has been, has been carrying them throughout the entire franchise's history. And now all of a sudden, the defense is allowing 30 points per game, and the offense is outscoring teams by not a lot, not a lot, but they're outscoring teams. Damn, they beat the Titans. Damn, they beat the Titans. All I'm saying. Jacksonville over Miami. Um, I'm going Pittsburgh over Houston. I think Deshaun. Deshaun is. Uh, that guy. Deshaun deserves every bit of that money he got and is going to get. But um, the Texans are a dumpster fire organization. I'm sad that they drafted him because I wanted him out of Clemson to go somewhere good. Um, yeah, I wanted him to go somewhere good, and he didn't. So Pittsburgh yeah. over Houston. I'm going Cincinnati over Philly, like I said. I was going to choose New England. I was going to choose New England, but I waited for that Sunday night game versus Seattle. And then after they lost, I chose Las Vegas because I thought Las Vegas was real. I didn't need to see the Saints game. They could have lost the Saints game. I'd still be choosing Las Vegas. Las Vegas is real. 
Saints are not real. I'm right. Bruh. Proved it. Yesterday. I'm going to Tennessee over Minnesota. Minnesota needs a home field in order to be successful. They don't have a home field due to COVID, so I'm going, going to Titans. Cleveland over Washington. The Rams over Buffalo. That's a controversial pick because Josh Allen is throwing up MVP-type numbers, and that's crazy because he was the third quarterback selected in his draft. Should have been the second. Should have been the second, but he was the third. The Jets passed up on him for Darnold, which was dumb. Bruh. But, yeah, I'm going Rams, though. Rams. I think they're going to roll in the playoffs this year. Chicago over Atlanta. Like I said, Atlanta's a dumpster fire organization. Dan Quinn is in that's close to getting fired. I'm going the Los Angeles Chargers over the Carolina Panthers. Indiana. Ooh, voice crack. Indiana over New York Jets. Seattle over Dallas. Seattle over Dallas has a pretty high over-under. It's the highest this week at 55 points. I don't think you're getting 55 points. I think Seattle's going to put up a lot of points, and I think Dallas is going to not put up a lot of points. If, if you catch my jurist, I got Seattle on a blowout. I'm not buying into the hype. Dak does not deserve the money he thinks he's worth. Dak is not good. Dak's okay. Bruh. Dak has his moments. Not going to beat Russell Wilson, though. Not going to happen. Taking that. I got Tampa Bay over Denver. Denver doesn't have a quarterback right now. Drew Locke's injured. So I'm taking Tampa, Tampa Bay. Hurts, but whatever. Like I said, Arizona steamrolls Detroit. No problem. Green Bay over New Orleans. Not New Orleans, That's a, this is one of the games that they lose. I said they were going to go 11-5, maybe 10-6. This is one of those five or six because Green Bay is for real this year. Green Bay might be going to the NFC Championship game versus Seattle. And then last but not least, Monday Night Football. I'm going Baltimore over Kansas City. I think it's going to be close to what we got with um, – oh, I'm out of time. Anyway, I think it's going to be close to what we got when uh, the Rams played Kansas City last year, that Monday Night game. That was – they scored over 50 points, and that was that was amazing. But yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the, the Ravens because I think Kansas City's defense is a liability. And uh they'll fix it by the end of the year. They're repeating, obviously. But um they'll fix it. But right now, the Ravens are a better team. Even though Patrick Moore is a better quarterback, Ravens are a better team. Upcoming UFC, UFC two thirty two fifty three, Adesanya versus Costa. That's precision beats power, time and beat speed all day, every day. Adesanya over Costa. Reyes over Blahovich. This is my tongue twister fight of the week. It's the UFC. There's always one long fight island. There's always a bunch of uh, a bunch of foreign names that are always tongue twisters for us in English speaking American audience. And uh, the tongue twister of the week is Hakeem Dawudu versus Zubaira Tukahugov. Okay, okay. Hakeem by KO. I have no idea who that other guy is. Hakeem's that guy. One punch knockout power. I'm going Hakeem by KO. Maybe within the first minute. I just like. Diego Sanchez should retire. I don't know why he's fighting. I thought I should just throw that in there because that's awful. That's awful that they still let him fight. His head coach is a massage therapist, I think. Bruh. That's his full-time job. He's being a massage therapist. Or like a Tai Chi man. I don't know. Um, news throughout the week. Devontae Freeman is going to the Giants. Pick him up in fantasy. He will be nasty. Bosa Saquon leaves injury-riddled Sunday. Last Sunday was terrible for the NFL. A whole lot of injuries. Bosa Saquon both to their ACLs. Other than that, Thank you to the Raw DJs. Thank you to my mama. Do not let your dog poop on the sidewalk because that's rude. And use your blinker. Peace out, everybody. They know why I'm here. You know why I'm here.